0: thank you so much for joining us on this ultimate sports mini this is mini number five my name is jay your host and today cam is going to break down his top five american hockey players of all time so i'm going to hand it over to cam to get you started with number five how you doing today cam
1: hey what's up jay i'm doing pretty good buddy Uh, As always, we are an ever-changing show, just trying to make ourselves better, just trying to give the listeners something new. So this mini, instead of you and I giving, each of us giving our top fives, I'm just going to give my top five along with some honorable mentions. Jay's going to chime in a little bit and uh, see where we go. We were talking a little bit before the show that um, if you're not too familiar with hockey or if you're just starting to learn, um, it's a lot of... Canadian players in the hockey league, a lot of Russian players, Slovenian players, not too many American players. You're going to get a handful every year and you're going to get a handful really every 10 years that are just greats that really, really stick out. And so this list wasn't super hard, right? To, to kind of come up with some things are a little different based on, you know, the top 10 or top 100 American born NHL player list that I've looked at, but um, yeah, I thought I'd throw a couple of wrinkles in there. Um, super fun. Obviously our last episode, we did a hockey episode. So this makes sense for our mini. I'm going to start with, uh, instead of number five, Jay, I'm going to start just with the honorable mentions right off the bat. Oh, sure. So these are all guys that, um, you know, could have made their way on this top five list and probably are on somebody's top five list somewhere out there in the world. So I'll start with my first honorable mention. That's Brett Hull. Um, this guy was a hard nosed son of a gun. Another guy that played for the Blackhawks for a while. He is regarded as a top five player in most people's list. I just, for me, he kind of fell off at the end of his career, so I didn't really put him in the mix. Another guy you have uh, Mike Madano, another great. He's on the top 100 um, for the for the NHL's top 100 list. Sorry. Then you have Jeremy Roenick, who we've talked about before on the podcast, another Chicago Blackhawks player. So there's a lot of Blackhawks guys in here. Um, I don't know if they were meaning to go for American-born players or just the way that it, it shaped out for this organization over time, but a lot of great um, American players. You got Mike Richter, who we've never talked about. He's, he's a sleeper um, on this list. He could have made the top five as well. And then Jonathan Quick. So we've talked about him. Um, obviously, he's a goalie. He's the only goalie on my honorable mention or top five list. He's got to be in there. Um, he comes to mind right away when I think of American-born players. And I'll talk about a few players, um, you know, my my top five, obviously, but Jeremy Roenick, Mike Richter, um, Austin Matthews, who I'll talk about, and then um, Eichel as well. All of those guys, Eichel was going to squeeze into my honorable mention. They're all not on the top 100 list, so it was hard for me to put them in my top five, right? I mean... Right, yeah. They're just not on it. Maybe they will be eventually, but... So number five, this guy is shaking up the league right now. That's Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's a forward, came into the league in 2016. Obviously, he's still playing. And this is the one pick that I think may come as a surprise, but he deserves to be on the list. Um, He's already had a great career and where his numbers are now and where they're projected for the remainder of his career this guy for sure is going to be on a top 5 american born nhl players list somewhere um he's probably the most decorated american scorer of all time and you know i i say that with spoiler alert with patrick kane being on my list shocking <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy's got it all though um he can shoot from anywhere mm-hmm. on the on the ice um deadly accuracy great teammate he was part of the all-rookie team in 2016, and he won the Calder Memorial Trophy for Rookie of the Year as well. And this season, he scored 60 goals, which I believe led the NHL. Just He was on a tear throughout the whole season. Sometimes guys start out great or they have a great end of the season. He was phenomenal, and he looks poised to help his team make a deep playoff run this year. So Austin Matthews cracked the top five. I know he's a really young player, but he's on a great Trajectory to be one of the greatest American born players of all time. Number four, we've got Pat LaFontaine. I don't think we've talked about him. Uh, LaFontaine played from 1983 to 1998. Uh, He was a centerman. He kind of funny, he played for strictly New York teams for some reason. He played for the Islanders, the Rangers, and the Buffalo Sabres. So those are the only three teams he played for um must have, I just like the commitment though No kidding Like he bought a house yeah. the first year he he was you know drafted and he's like we're staying we're staying so He's not he's not even from New York
0: he's from St. Louis Right so right. I, but hey Maybe he just, he, he just likes that New York vibe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Who knows?
1: It, we can't <laughs> deny it. It's a great hockey town, so a great hockey city. Mm-hmm. But um, LaFontaine, sixth all-time on the American-born scoring list. His 1.17 points per game leads all American-born players active or retired. And, you know, we always talk about hockey players just play for such a long time, which is so surprising based on the speed, the durability that you need to play so many games, how hard it is to play hockey, how hard you're getting hit. But this guy um, played 15 seasons, which is relatively short. And the reason for that is too many concussions. LaFontaine was a, you know, he was a tough player, but concussions will add up no matter who you are. Um, he's a guy that cracked the NHL top 100 list as well.
0: I got a question for you. I'm just i'm i'm looking at um, i'm looking at Pat here. And I'm kind of wondering in your top five, did you ever did you put into any consideration into like world stage performances? Like, did you look at like their Olympic performances at all? I'm just just kind of curious. Yeah, because oh, I see definitely. that he played in the Olympics a couple times. I imagine all of these players have, but I just happen to notice that with with uh, Fontaine here. Yeah,
1: and it's it's funny that you say that because Lafontaine was one of the first guys that I found. Obviously, besides um, you know, Patrick Kane and, and Austin Matthews, I, those guys are more recent players. Lafontaine's one of the first yeah. guys I found. But yeah, you're right. All of these guys, um, including Chelios, who I'm about to talk about, um, they were all on the national stage, and that's what really made it easy too to pick out these players, um, because you do have some players who are maybe born, you know, outside of the U.S. but are predominantly you know, lived in the US, grew up in the US, so they're technically American players, but they're not American born players.
0: That, well, I was kind of curious because I knew LaFontaine La Fontaine would be in that 80s era. I was kind of wondering if anybody being on that Miracle on Ice team might have bumped them up a spot or two. Um, but it looks like he wasn't quite on that team. It looks like he started his career in 1981. Miracle on Ice was 1980. Right. Um, but I was uh, I was just curious. And Obviously, Matthews went to Ben. Um, what about, uh, well, I I should just let you continue. I should let you talk about the rest of your players.
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead, Jay. But um, for the, the Miracle on Ice thing, yeah, none of these players on that team, none of these players quite started their career at that time. But the Miracle on Ice too. I mean, a lot of people forget they were college players. You know what I mean? They were college kids getting ready to go into the NHL. Wow. So, you know, it, it's a, yeah. it's like a really weird dynamic, which also, if no one's seen that movie, fantastic. It's a great story to college players just putting the whooping on the Soviets. But, you know, my number three guy we've talked about before, and he's just he just always comes back to me. Uh, I don't know why Chris Chelios probably because of his stint in Chicago, right? Um, That has a big influence on me, but I loved the the defenseman, and he's one of the greatest. So Chris Chelios, nicknamed the godfather of USA hockey. If that doesn't say enough about it, then, you know, I don't know what is. (laughs) Came into the league in 1984, retired in 2010. Um, Another Chicago great, also an all-time Red Wing defenseman, uh, three-time Stanley Cup champ. He has the NHL record for games played by a defenseman, and he was the oldest active player in the NHL at one point, and he is the second oldest of all time to ever play in the NHL, so a really, really long tenured player, and again, I don't know how these guys stay healthy for that long, especially defensemen defenseman like Chelios, who was really seen as, at the time, as the, te- as the league's top villain. He had a great game plan, every game was obviously to score was to slow down the opponent, but he's picking out guys the other team's best player, and he's gonna make them hurt you know he only which is crazy here he only missed the playoffs one time in his twenty six year career one time, so he's one of wow. the players who does get
0: it's a winner like you know, there's no no two ways about it you know that's uh that that's definitely a mark of greatness that I like to see so Man, yeah, I'm looking at this career twenty, twenty six years. Is that yeah. right? Is that am I doing that math? <laughs> yeah, right?
1: you you got the math, man. Which is it's Holy insane. Smokes. You know, a lot of people will will maybe not knock him down a peg, but you know, he obviously has had really good luck playing on really really good teams. But I mean, right. come on, he's a part of that winning. He as a defenseman, you are the first line of defense, so you need guys to score goals, but. Uh, Chelios, just his ice time, just the vibrata, just the energy that he brought on a night in, night out basis. It could be felt, you know, throughout the game. So he's just a really, really great player who deserves to be on this list. And he's on many, many other lists, Um, again, on the NHL Top 100. And he was inducted to the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2013. Now we've got our top two guys here. Okay, I'm just going to give you some foreshadowing. Number two is Brian Leach, and number one is Patrick Kane. And the reason why I have Patrick Kane number one is just he took over Chicago, right? When he came and was drafted to the NHL in 2007, he took over right away. And he had some really, really special years there from 2010 to 2015, 16, where it was Patrick Kane all the time. And growing up in Illinois, going to school in Illinois, I mean, he was he was the guy. So it was hard for me to put anybody above him. But let me talk about Brian Leach, the New York Rangers defenseman, played in the NHL from 1987 to 2006, uh, nicknamed the Leach. He played primarily with the New York Rangers, but he also joined the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Bruins. He's a two-time Norris Trophy winner for best defenseman. He is the first American-born player ever to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. He won it in 1994 when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup. And he is widely regarded as the best American-born NHL player in history. Just the way he played, uh, what kind of teammate he was, the longevity of his career. um, Really a guy that um, people say just played the game right, you know, which you get that a lot with hockey players. But um, yeah, Leach just played the game right. He was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2009, and he's third all-time in assists among American-born players with 781. And um, Mark Messier, you know, we've talked about Messier a couple times on the podcast. After they won their, their Stanley, or I'm sorry, when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, Messier called Leach the single greatest ranger of all time, which for a, a franchise that great, um, that's really saying something. And Brian Leach as well was on the NHL top one hundred list.
0: Yeah, no, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at him right now, and I mean, I I just you know I scroll right down to these awards and achievement lists, and I mean just from there, you know, you can tell. I mean, a couple time top top defenseman, All Star team second team, all-star, got a championship underneath the belt there, all-rookie team, yeah, just, and and the mark throughout the, throughout the years, too, you know, one, one gold medal, 1996 World Cup hockey, you know, playing into the early 2000s, and yeah, just the, the longevity of the career all the way from the 80s is, is incredible. And whenever you're the greatest that's ever been on a team, you know, that, that, that does pretty, pretty good wonders for you as well.
1: A lot of the lists that I found, you know, I went on, on NHL.com found the top 100 list. I found a couple articles written by, you know, some, some really good hockey analysts about where these American born players lie. And he's always one, two, sometimes three, but usually one or two. He was one of five defensemen, in NHL history, to top the 100-point mark in a season. And that season he scored 22 goals, you know, a bunch of assists. He had 102 points. So, I mean, this guy, he, he was really the reason why they won their Stanley Cup championship in 1994. So, you know, sorry, buddy, sorry, leech, but I had to give this one to Patrick Kane. So, number one on my list, Patrick Kane, the current forward for the Chicago Blackhawks, Started his career in 2007. He's got all the individual and the team accolades to back it up, you know, and, and I already talked about him helping revive a great hockey town in Chicago with the help of Jonathan Tays, right? Um, It definitely wasn't all Patrick Kane. Um, You had a really, really good team there. Marion Hossa, um, a lot of really, really good players. Kaner, he's got three Stanley Cups, won the Conn Smythe in 2013. He won the Hart Memorial trophy and the art Ross trophy in 2015 and which made him the first American born player to win both of those awards. And I, I should have looked, I don't know if he's the first American born player to win both of the awards in one single year, in one single season, or if he's just mm. the first American born player to win each of those awards individually. But either way to win them both in the same season, fantastic again, um, I said, 2010 to 2015 were really, really good years for for the Blackhawks, winning Stanley Cups in 2010, 13, and 15. And he was an animal; you could never count him out. Um, kind of an undersized guy, to be honest. You know, do you remember us talking about Gretzky in our last episode about how he was an undersized guy and the doubts about him? Well, Patrick Kane left no doubts. Um, first overall pick in the draft in 2007 and his career's not over. There's a lot for him to do yet. It's kind of surprising. He's not number one in goals scored, not number one in assists, really close in points, but he's about top five in all of those, you know, so I could see why some people wouldn't have him number one on their list, but man, he made it on the NHL's top 100 list, still playing, still a really, really effective player. I think it was this year or last year, he was in the running for MVP. I mean, he had a fantastic season. So for him to still be playing at such a high level um, after all these years is super impressive. And, you know, not going to lie, the main reason he's on my list is because I had to, I watched him a lot. I watched him a lot, yeah. you know, me and me and my buddies, Mikey and Loudon and Shannon. And, you know, we, we just all watched them play in my buddy's garage. We'd get together and watch the Stanley Cup and watch the playoffs. And, yeah, so Patrick Kane, he's there for me. You know, I'm I'm sure you've heard about most of these players. Hell, we, we've we covered just about half of these players at least once in our episodes. Yeah, man, it's just, like I said, it wasn't really too hard for me, but the hardest part was the one, two, three. You know, I really wanted to, to get those yeah. right for me.
0: At some point, you have to decide, okay, is this and a more, am I going to try to look at this objectively? You know, am I going to take out my personal bias or am I going to make this my top five list? You know, this is the same discussion that we had when we were talking about top five European born NBA players, you know, because we disagreed on our placement of where Giannis would go. And I think this is sort of a similar situation where like, me having played the big man position, and like I wanted Giannis to go there, even though like he's technically very early on in a, a potential career, and uh, I, you know, I felt like he was there, and you know, I kind of I feel like it's sort of the same thing here, where you know maybe Patrick Kane, you know, he will probably be objectively taking this number one spot by the end of his career, but you know maybe from illinois maybe just projecting out a little bit (laughs) just 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 a little bit just just a tad um, but i i respect it you know and if he continues this trajectory yeah i can totally see it he's already won so much you know like that's such a big thing and like to be the face of a franchise you know the first the first pick (laughs) you know, ever for a franchise and you're still playing for that team. You're probably going to continue to play for that team, you know, until, you know, last moments in the league. Honestly, it sounds like, it sounds like he, you know, loves this team and, you know, got to have a lot of respect for that. But yeah. And I also think being a scorer helps to being a forward, I think naturally elevates players over defensemen. You know, I got a lot of respect for guys like Leach, but you know, the the, the the Gretzkys of the world will always, I think, edge out the defenseman, just like you're never going to call an offensive lineman the greatest NFL player of all time. You know, it, it's just, unfortunately, that's just sort of how it is. But yeah, no, I can, I could totally see it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, to, to talk about the list and how I came up with it, it was a lot of, you know, I mentioned this a little bit before, it was a lot of looking at other experts and analysts and you know, an analyst list about where these American-born players fall, why they fall there, and you know, most of the list, the top five, pretty similar, right? So I just shook it up mm-hmm. a little bit based on right the players that I like, where I think they're gonna go. Austin Math, Austin Matthews is having a great season, um, and at it couldn't yeah. have come at a better time because the Maple Leafs have been having a really tough go at it for a long, long time. And he could be their saving grace. So a guy like that who's already putting together a hell of a career that he only started, you know, what, five, six years ago? He's just going to catapult over some of these players stat-wise. So I felt like I couldn't leave him out there. Meanwhile, you have, you know, a guy on on my honorable mention, Mike Madonna, who, you know, he lived up to his expectations when he was drafted in 1998. He was from Michigan. You know, which is a great hockey state. But, you know, Madonna was the all time leading scorer among American born players with 561 goals and just a great, great, great player. But I just couldn't put him in my top five list, especially over Kane, especially over Leach. And then Chelios, just the. The longevity of his career, how he was respected by other players—I couldn't leave him out either. But Madonna is another um, Hall of Famer and, and on the NHL's top 100 list. So, yeah, I mean, it, this one was fun though. This one was fun. I got to rack my brain a little bit. Um, you know, it's amazing that there aren't more more American-born hockey players.
0: That's what I'm thinking as well. Is I I, I thought the representation would be closer. In numbers but I mean even even now when we were talking about doing this I thought the representation was closer but then I realized I just thought back and I looked at all the rosters and I remember you know going to hockey reference and seeing all the Canadian flags next to almost all the players that we talked about and I thought that maybe it was different today you know like but it's not really all that different you know but it, it makes sense you know like the The pool of hockey players has not really changed. You know, it. Of course, it's going to be more popular the further, the literally the more north that you go. You know, like I, I don't think any of the, I think all the players you mentioned were from the northern part of the United States. You know, I I looked at them all, like New York, Chicago. You know, you're looking at all these big towns in the north. Minnesota, Michigan, yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, no, I thought it was interesting, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we have hockey teams in, in Southern States, you know, obviously some of them doing extremely well. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, interesting to see the, uh, the representation, but yeah, I think, um, a top five Canadians list would be a little less interesting. I think that would just be a top five all time list.
1: Yeah, so that's my list, Jay, and um, I'm sticking to it, man.
0: So Yeah, I mean, if you're listening and, you know, you'd like this or you'd like the old way, you know, definitely let us know. I think uh, we'd be very interested to hear from you. But, um, yeah, uh, you got anything else before we uh, sign off here, Cam?
1: No, that's all I got. Um, If you aren't watching the NHL playoffs, you need to be watching the NHL playoffs. There are a lot of great, great players and great teams who are in this NHL playoffs. Um, I already mentioned Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs. You got a lot of good teams who, you know, deserve to be there. And then you have a lot of teams who really, really are making some noise. So I know it's hard because he got the NBA playoffs too. And um, that's super exciting too. But NHL guys, if you aren't watching, I mean, it is insane how good these guys are. They are just, their skills are they're unparalleled to any other sport. I just think that hockey is so much fun to watch. So, guys, you got to watch it. Jay, you too. I know we talked about it. Um, you know, you've been paying a little bit more attention. So, um, yeah, I know that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend in between work. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, that's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, I think, honestly, I feel like hockey's in a similar vein. Not having watched much, but I feel like it's in a similar vein that the NBA is where the playoff play they kick it up a notch you know there is a noticeable oh, yeah. difference i think in in how these guys play i mean it, it just has to happen you know when you play 80 games you know over the course of uh over the course of a season you know you gotta leave something in the tank you know for that playoff push so yeah no absolutely go watch some hockey hopefully this uh inspired you to do so as well but uh that's all we have for you today on this bonus episode of uh, Are these bonus episodes anymore? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I think we can call
1: them minis. Yeah, they're here to stay. That's all we have for you
0: today on this mini episode of the Ultimate Sports Mashup. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you disagree with us, let us know at the Ultimate Sports Mashup. Until the next sport in the next decade, I've been Jay. And I'm Cam. And we'll see you next time.